Hello! Welcome to a beautiful podcast to fall in love, an unofficial Bachelor Nation podcast from TV Guide. I'm Associate Editor Liam Matthews, and joining me in TV Guide Mansion is my co-host from Ari Season and Bachelor in Paradise, the lovely and amazing Jacqueline Trumbull. Hello! How are you doing today? I'm great. I'm happy to be here. Yeah, it's exciting. This is our first ever TV Guide podcast. Really? Yeah, so this is... That's a lot of pressure. No, just kidding. (laughs) Just kidding. We're just talking about The Bachelor. Oh, man. Is there anything better to talk about? There honestly isn't. I don't think so. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) On that note, are you excited for Colton season or? I'm excited for Colton season. I'm trying to um, not feel the intense panic and trauma. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Of uh, remembering my season and but no, but I'm excited. I'm definitely happy to pass the torch and um, I think that I think it's going to be an interesting season. I think it's going to be old school in some respects, but um, yeah, I think it might be more intriguing than people are are anticipating. I think so too. I was thinking about that. Just that we didn't. So on Bachelor in Paradise, we got so sick of yeah. Colton, but it wasn't Colton's fault. Right. It was he was. <laughs> Like, they beat us over the head with the Colton and Tia storyline. Yeah. He probably, it was too much for him, even. It seemed like it. <laughs> so we didn't get to see the the real, the the full, uh, the full... No, we didn't. And I think it's important for people to remember that just because somebody gets too much airtime does not mean that they are boring themselves. Um, and, and we're going to see him in such a different setting, Um and I think a lot of the problem on Paradise was that he was in a situation he didn't really want to be in, and that whole back and forth was so exhausting. So that is not what this will be. Yeah. And so you you met him. I did. Mm-hmm. Just the one time. Uh, yeah. It didn't go very well. It, <laughs> it was... Right. You were like, oh, what's going on with you? And he's like, man, so much. That is essentially what happened. Yeah. I'm serious. Yeah. I mean, and I was intrigued because I like people who immediately just go into emotional turmoil, but... <laughs> Yeah. So uh yeah, I mean what was your what was your first impression of him uh that it, day in Paris? It was it was much more positive than I was. I mean, I had absolutely zero expectations for Colton specifically. He was not somebody that I was like going on um the show to meet, but um I met him and I think he was immediately really open uh and easy to talk to and he was clearly going through something emotional, which maybe in the real world would have been a little bit more of a, a warning sign, but um, in that setting, it was not. <laughs> was like, oh, yeah. Okay. Um, but no, but he was really, really kind, friendly. Um, and I think he was trying to do his best, man. So yeah. <laughs> I hope he does well by these girls. <laughs> and and they are, you said it's going to be kind of old school, which is interesting because yeah. I think they're they're angling it a little differently than I've ever seen them do it. How so? That they're being like fun with it. Like they're kind of like leaning back on... Uh, on uh, making like saying like oh it's a journey of love they're kind of like no we're making some entertaining tv now okay yeah yeah, like chris, Har- chris, harrison, yeah. yeah chris harrison said he was like the like we cast like people wanted um jason or they wanted blake but uh chris harrison was like listen colton is going to give us the best tv i think that well i meant old school in terms of the cast feels old school to me but i mm. do think that uh, social media and the fact that this franchise is exploding into more than just Bachelor, Bachelorette, you've got these spinoff shows, is forcing them to be a little bit more playful. I mean, people, uh, they have new expectations and they're a little bit more in on the joke now, which I think they're they're doing well to, to lean into that. So, yeah, I mean, we'll see. 
what I've heard is that this is going to be more of a journey of Colton's self-discovery and exploration, whatever that means. And I genuinely do not know what that means. <laughs> Versus just, you know, I mean, my my season was much more, you've got this guy who, at, as it turns out, was looking for a wife and was doing the classic bachelor thing, much more straightforward. And um, I think Colton's is a little bit more about figuring himself out. So. Well, that's very interesting, actually. <laughs> I know. Yeah. That, I mean, that's yeah. That's why I'm kind of excited for Colton to be Bachelor. I think the other two would have been, yeah, more that sort of straightforward storyline. Right. That's very interesting because so much of The Bachelor depends on the girls. The Bachelor himself yeah. is kind of a cipher. Uh, exactly. Yeah. And I... And I think Colton is also pretty good at expressing himself emotionally. Yeah. I mean, you could argue with me on that, but um and and he's definitely willing to be vulnerable on screen. Yeah. I I mean, I don't know how much of that is calculated as he's been accused of, but um yeah, no, I think it could be really interesting. I, and I do get kind of sick of the women having to carry the show cuz I do want to see the lead and I want to invest in him. So hopefully that's what we get. Yeah. If that pulls through, that'll be a really Interesting change of pace. I know. Because, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> I know you you liked Ari, but not everybody, <laughs> not everybody. Uh... I know. I'm, I still maintain that was a crap edit. So, yeah. <laughs> right. I mean, he, right. He's funnier in real life than he, than he got to be on he's the He's really show. quite funny. Yeah. yeah he's, he's, and you know, so is Lauren. So, but yeah. that kind of like dry wit doesn't usually carry through on The Bachelor. So. As you know. <laughs> I know. Right. Yeah. Do you regret going on Bachelor in Paradise? Uh, no, I don't regret going on Bachelor in Paradise because I would have always wondered, but um, I'm not pleased with how it <laughs> went down. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, it, eh, was a good, it was a good lesson to learn, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> not your fault. Yeah. They don't get it. No. they. Do. I mean, whatever. It, you know, it's <laughs> I, my person wasn't there. Yeah, anyway. well. What do you think of this virginity stuff? They're, they're hammering it. Yeah. I mean, that was the only way that was going to go down. Um, man, I don't know. I mean, I, I at least they seem to be doing it in a kind of amusing way. I mean, with a, with a 40-year-old virgin poster and everything. I think the, the limo entrances are probably going to be <laughs> brutal, <laughs> extremely redundant. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I feel like in a way he was cast for the fantasy suites. Yeah. And he better deliver. Colton, you better deliver. Better put out. Right. He's got more pressure on him for the fantasy (laughs) suites than anyone has ever had. Imagine losing your virginity like three times in a week. (laughs) That is is zero to 180. The reason we're focusing on this so much is that nobody knows why he's still a virgin. Right? Yeah. So if we knew why, it might make a little bit more sense. But there doesn't seem to be any kind of religious reason. There has to be. But I, but like there doesn't seem to be, but there has to be, right? No, no, I don't know. I mean, the last thing I want to do is is criticize somebody who's made a you know a value judgment about something that's very important. Um, and so I hope that you know. I mean, I, I think what's so weird about this season is that it's really honorable for somebody to wait for something like that and it's and and to put so much value on it what's a little bit less honorable is for them to then go on a tv show and toss that away three times in a week for cameras (laughs) so you know i mean it's hard to know how to feel or think about this one yeah 
but more we'll power see. To him. We'll see. It's quite a virginity story. We'll see whether he goes through with it. I don't know. Yeah. And uh, do you think? Do you think he's ready to get married? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> well, you know, and here's the other funny thing about the virginity. Usually, you've got some wild oats to sow first. Right? You know. So yeah. what if he gets in there and he's like, "Oh my God, I get it." You know, this is what everyone's talking. Now I have to do it yeah. with one person for the rest <laughs> of my life. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. I mean, Mike Fly said it's the best season in years. I, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Screw that. <laughs> I, yeah, he says, I mean, he says all kinds of crazy stuff. They better have someone better than Crystal. Yeah? I think they already did. I think Kelsey Poe was the best Bachelor villain of all time. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. She was, uh, that was before my time, but I know her by reputation. Oh, Yeah. Where she, right, she was the one who, who her fiancé died? Husband died. Her husband died. Yep. She was... Very enamored with that story. <laughs> oh. That was Chris Sewell's, right? Yes. Yeah. So you are a fan of The Bachelor. Like, before you went on the show, you watched the show. Yeah, I watched it for probably five years. But you, I said you're a fan, and you were kind of like, eh. Well, that's because I've been on it. <laughs> <laughs> but you were. I mean, I'm still a fan of it. It's just, you watch it with a different... And, it, and it's not because you know the inner workings. It's because you've been on it, and it brings up so many memories. And you know, and and not. And I actually had a wonderful time filming. I'll always look back on that time fondly. It's just that afterwards things got a little bit emotionally rife. So, um, you know, it just brings up a, a lot of that. That being said, I think. I mean, I think it'll be super fun to watch, and I'll get right back into it. Get yeah. right back on that horse. Yeah. <laughs> right. I mean, did you did you watch The Bachelorette? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So and was that this will this I mean this will be a different experience than watching that. It was a little difficult. I mean, I watched it in part because I I was considering going on Paradise, um, and in part because I was you know I like Becca. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so I felt like I had to watch her season. But yeah, exactly. I mean, it'll be you know this will be much more this will mirror much more my experience on there. I mean, I'm gonna see week by week like what I was feeling and what the female dynamics were like. So, you know, I mean, that lends it a, a different light. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's such an entertaining show. And I there is a reason I watched it for five years. I, I will say I was starting to wind down my viewership right when I was cast. So I'm not sure if I would have been watching this season um, if I hadn't gone on. But it's but it's so fun. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's still – it is – it's I mean, it's very formulaic, but – but it's a formula that works, man. It's a formula that works. Yeah. Every time you're like, I know exactly what they're going to do, and they do it. Every like, time. No, nah, it's still good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and it's interesting being on the show and knowing, you know, like, because a lot of women who were on the show in my season hadn't really seen it very much. But, I, you know, like on the two-on-one with Crystal and Kendall, a lot of them didn't think – Kendall was going to come back or they thought Crystal was going to come back. And I was like, no, this is the time when the villain goes home. I mean, there's like absolutely no way she's coming back. I mean, I could see, you know, the dead look in Ari's face for the past week and a half when he would look at her. I was like, this girl is being dragged along. <laughs> and this isn't even inside information. I still yeah. don't technically know. But yeah, yeah. I mean, you watch it enough, yeah. you know. So you could, you could tell that Crystal was going to get Yes. Yeah. Yeah. She had just like humiliated him in front of his sister wives, you know, three days prior. It's like there was no, absolutely no way she was coming back from that. So. And she didn't. Nope, she didn't. But she got she got her redemption story. Yeah. <laughs> I'm excited to to hear each week how oh, you yes. how you uh, <laughs> how you are experiencing The Bachelor, having been on the show. You mm-hmm. know, yeah, having a sort of therapy session. I hope you. it's not. I hope it's not. <laughs> 
like like too like traumatic. To... It's not going to be. I mean, I'm being dramatic. I <laughs> I really enjoyed my time, and I'm very grateful for the experience. And it's been such you know, it's been such a good time in 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 most ways. So, and I and I like. You know, I don't know him at really at all, but I, I really did enjoy meeting Colton. I think he's a you know a nice guy, and um, I think he probably has great intentions. So, um, yeah, I'm excited to watch him too. Yeah, so we'll we'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna take a break, and uh, we'll be back in a second. This is Bryant McFadden checking in. Thanks for listening to CBS Sports Digital Podcast. I want to quickly tell you about our newest podcast. The season, 2008 Steelers, in which we revisit Pittsburgh's last Super Bowl run from a decade ago, which I was honored to be a part of. Each week, I will welcome a former teammate or coach to remember and relive that special season. New episodes are released each Monday anywhere podcasts are found. Search The Season, 2008 Steelers, to hear about our journey to hoisting the Lombardi Trophy. All right, and we're back. So we're gonna talk. We're gonna break down the bios for yeah. Colton's girls. <clears throat> um, okay, so the first girl that I liked is Alex B. She has a dog rescuing business and has rescued over five thousand dogs. Five thousand dogs? Yeah, which is pretty cool. I mean, I can't say the same thing for myself. No. So, uh, and her favorite movie is The Lion King, which is also my favorite movie. Is so it really? It is. Oh. Yep. Uh, and she lived in a van in Australia. Uh, this is unexplained, but yeah. <laughs> that's pretty cool. That's interesting. I don't know if that was for a day or two months. Uh, Brie has a fear of farting too loudly, which. <laughs> I thought it was interesting because most loud. people, okay. right, just most people just, just stop it, fear of farting, you know, but she, it's, there's a volume concern there. So <laughs> Kaylin is the one who won Miss North Carolina USA, also was first runner up for Miss USA. It's pretty cool. Wow. Um, yeah, I'm not really that into pageants, but I will say anybody who's willing to do that pageant, I, you know, they've got some balls. So. I mean, it's, it's impressive to be good at something. Exactly, yeah. And it, that's also a very nerve-wracking thing, uh, and heels are scary. But what's cool about Kaylin is that she flew to Japan for a first date, which wow. beats me. Yeah, yeah, I never did that. Seriously. Um, I, now I feel like I've been issued a challenge, though, so <laughs> if anybody out there lives in Japan. Um, okay, so Catherine, the villain. Yes. I don't know anything about her, but it's clear she doesn't read. And she also doesn't want to put a bumper sticker on a Ferrari, which I resent because I put a bumper sticker on this Dodge Neon. Huh. <laughs> well, that, that's, a, that's a Jordan quote. I think it's, a, I think it's just a quote. Oh. Well, no, yeah. Jordan, Jordan said, you know, put a bumper sticker on a Ferrari. I know, but I think other people have other said people that. Other people have said that? Yeah. He said, he said more creative, unique things. <laughs> I bet he did. You, you can't. Yeah, you can't deny that Jordan has some good quotes. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so this she's going to be the villain. She's a DJ from Fort Lauderdale, which is an intense thing to be. <laughs> <laughs> DJ uh, Agro. Yeah. An up-and-coming hip-hop DJ making a name for herself on the Fort Lauderdale club scene. But has she made a name for herself? She's making she's, a name. She's making a she's, name. She's, I mean, she's anywhere in the process. This is her making a name <laughs> for herself. <laughs> Uh, Erin enjoys losing expensive shoes and pumpkin spice lattes. Uh, she also thinks that New York City at Christmas is romantic, so okay. why am I so single then, Erin? <laughs> what about you, Liam? <laughs> uh, okay, Devin knows every word to Pride and Prejudice. Every word? Yeah, but if it's not the Colin Firth in, like, version, I'm not interested. Wow. Yeah, there's only... I've only I saw the, I've only seen the Kira Knightley one with my grandmother. When I'm I was guessing in... that's the one she has memorized, yeah. but that's... 
you know, the, or maybe she memorized the whole book. <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> that would be awesome. I would be rooting for her to go far. An MA in sports journalism. Yeah, Hannah is the other. I think she's Miss Alabama USA. I'm just yes, that one of the Hannahs. Hannah. Yeah. I don't remember what Hannah Hannah B. Okay, Hannah B is somebody I have nothing in common with, uh, especially because she loves board games. That was the one thing I wrote down. Um, you don't she, love board games? No, I hate board games. So boring. She probably also hates Kaylin. Because I think there is. I think that is a really. I think that is a storyline this season that they have a rivalry. Oh, that's because usually they. I mean, I had a friend who won Miss West Virginia USA, and I thought. I mean, I know she made a ton of really close friends. I don't know if you make close friends with a girl who went that far in the Miss USA pageant, though. Maybe that's. Maybe that's. A I mean, breaker. and you gotta you gotta create drama. That's built in. Right. Built in drama. Hannah, did you hear that Kaylin went super far in Miss USA? There's two Hannahs. The other Hannah is Hannah G, and they're both from Alabama, which nothing, is kind of wild. Nothing written about her. Well, they're both from Alabama, both named Hannah. Okay. And Hannah G is a content creator. Of course. Which is very relatable to me. <laughs> That's my job. Okay. Good. And it's your job, too. Oh, yeah. It's my only job. I do it so well, too. <laughs> That's what we're doing now. We're creating content, baby. <laughs> There's a lot. I mean, this is what I mean by it's old school. And I think a lot of this is just a result of them being so young. But it's a lot of, like, social media stars and, you know, uh, yeah. Yeah, they're very young this season. They're Most of them are under 25. I think the oldest is 31. Colton's only 26? Colton's only 26. All right. Well, that's that's acceptable. Yeah. Right, because they right because Nick and Ari were the oldest bachelors that there's ever been. I know I was so happy to be on that <laughs> one of those seasons, and you know Nick's was the other season I wanted to be on. Yeah, so, I know, still I like Nick. Nick seems cool. I like Nick too. I don't. I don't get it. But then again, there is a reason I'm still single. Uh, <laughs> Courtney is afraid of almost all reptiles. Almost all reptiles. Oh, I like that. I wonder caller. what the exception is. <laughs> I know. Iguanas, no. fine. <laughs> I like Jane. I think she's a social worker. Yeah, that's a that's an like honorable job. Workers. Yeah, yeah. Um, Nina, it's got this story about her fleeing Croatia amid wow. bombs and bullets. Wow. Um, yeah, we'll see if the show manipulates that, makes her tell that story. Right, she's the new. One. She's the new Christina. Christina, yeah. Christina yeah. was my favorite. I, I love Christina. Of all, <laughs> yeah, the crush. Um, I liked Christina. Her favorite that's... author is J.K. Rowling. Well. I mean, not. I'm I not, do love Harry Potter. Yeah, I'm, I, I love Harry Potter. I can't, I can't. I mean, it's. Yeah, Angelique. Her superpower is to tell if anyone's lying, which is pretty good. That's also. a good superpower. Yeah, she's clearly been hurt before, and that's that's it. You've got we've got some basic yeah. ones, but you know, I feel bad for these bios. I mean, I know I know how they're made, and they're 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 notoriously unflattering. Yeah. So. Not as unflattering as the photos. <laughs> I know. I got a good one though. <laughs> you did look good in yours. Yeah. yeah. Um. I know. It, it, it's really strange, too. I mean, they take about, you know, 50,000 photos of you and then choose the worst <laughs> one, apparently, and slap on a horrible bio. Yeah. Right? It's just like a little questionnaire. So yeah. the ones that stood out to me mm-hmm. were Sydney, who lives in New York and was a Nick City dancer, which okay. is very exciting to me as a Knicks fan. Oh, okay. I see the Nick City dancers all the time. <laughs> we, might get, we might have to have her on the show Yeah. later on cool. in the season. So... Four of them mm. are from the Dallas area. Okay. More than ten percent are from are f- are from the the Dallas area, okay. which is crazy. And there's such there. the like the connection to Dallas that the franchise has is is 
weird. Yeah. Like JoJo and Rachel are both from Dallas. Oh. Chris Harrison is from Dallas. Okay. Reality Steve is from Dallas. That's true. What what do you have any theory as to what this connection to Dallas? No. I don't. I, uh you do you have what theory? Yeah. Okay, give it to me. Dallas is the most American city. <clears throat> yeah. And The Bachelor is a very American show. Yeah. George W. Bush lives in Dallas. <laughs> the most American president. <laughs> <laughs> he kind of is. Yeah. yeah. I think that's a pretty good theory. Yeah. It's like a conservative city. They always need about 25% of their contestants to be Southern. Um, yeah. Yeah. I have approximately the same bio, which is a bit basically what I noticed. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, pr- pretty pretty predictable although a lot are from california as well yeah well you're gonna get a lot of people casting there uh and a lot of people who are looking to be on tv and are charismatic yeah that makes sense one of them is from um who was it oh heather heather who's 22 and has never been kissed she's the one who's never been kissed she is from carlsbad california okay which is also where tony hawk is from Mm. I don't know who that is. You don't know who Tony Hawk is? (laughs) No. He's the skateboard god. Tony Hawk pro skater. Why would I know anything about skateboarding? Because you were a a kid in the early 2000s at the peak of Tony Hawk pro skater. He was the biggest thing in the world. Ah. The biggest thing in the world. (laughs) The most American president. All right. We got to move on. Okay. So we're going to play a game. Okay. We're going to play, is this a real bachelor job or a fake bachelor job? Okay. These aren't obvious? Like sloth is probably pretty Well, big. we'll see. Okay. We'll see. I'm going to get, now I'm going to get tricked. All right. Yeah. Chicken enthusiast. That's a fake bachelor job. No, but that is, is a real bachelor how job. How is that a real bachelor? Oh, you're saying, was that a real bachelor like job title? Yes. Oh, yeah. I remember. I think her name was like, yeah, it started with a T. I don't Tiara. Know. Yep. Okay. She was from Ben Higgins season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nail polish remover. Or, sorry. The polish remover. There's a chemical on the show. Nail polish namer. False. Not not a real job. That is a fake job. Yes. Pharmaceutical tester. Fake job. That is a fake job because that's just someone who takes drugs. (laughs) Yeah. Sign me up for that job. (laughs) Manscaper. Uh, Real job? That was a real job. That was Rachel from Brad Womack's season. She waxed his arm. On night one. Okay. Um, Jumbotron operator. Real job? That's a real job. That was Paige from Sean Lowe's season. Okay. Uh, Bounty hunter. (laughs) Fake job? That was a fake job. (laughs) Unless dog goes on the show, that'll be a real job. (laughs) Twin. Oh, that was real. That was Haley and Emily. Yeah. Ben Higgins. Crybaby. Real? That one is fake. Ugh! But that one could be a real job. That could have been Ashley I's job. I know. It could have been any number of It could have been my job. job. <laughs> <laughs> You're not a, you weren't a crybaby. That's because you did not see me on air. <laughs> I was crying in all the promos, actually. So oh, yeah? I was really terrified that I, that I was going to be the crying girl. Oh. Yep. Wasn't you. Who was the crying girl? Mm. I don't know if there was yeah. a crying girl. My season was pretty, yeah, it's pretty dry. I know I know. Lauren Burnham thought she was going to be the crying girl. She's like, I'm the next Ashley I. I yeah. cry in all of my interviews. She had, I mean, she did have a notable crying scene. where Lauren she, did? Yeah. 
where she she was talking to her producer and they left it in the show. You know, when Lauren cries though, I mean she's this most she she has these like angel tears that just sort of barely glisten <laughs> down her face. You can't even tell necessarily that she's crying. It's it's remarkable. That's why that's why she won. <laughs> oh yeah. Free spirit. Real. Yes, that was Lucy from Juan Pablo season mm-hmm. who dated uh Evan Spiegel from Snapchat. Who apparently Really? Yeah. Cool. Before she went on The Bachelor, I think. And he married Miranda. Miranda Kerr. Yep. And apparently there's a great screenplay. They just released The Blacklist, hmm. which is the unproduced screenplays. And apparently there's a great screenplay about Snapchat, cool. sort of a social network style thing. Dog Lover. True. That was Kelly from Juan Pablo season. Yep. Aspiring Dolphin Trainer. True. That was Alexis yep. from Nick season. True Crime Podcast Enthusiast. False. That's false. Mm-hmm. But it's also probably a lot of people. Do you like any true crime podcasts? No. Well, I liked, um, what was the, Serial? Serial. Does that count? Yeah. Okay. That absolutely counts. That was, that was an excellent podcast. It was an excellent podcast. Do you think he did it? Yes. I but, think so too. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I think he did it. It was a miscarriage of justice, but I still think he did it. Yeah. Unemployed. True. Yes, that was Rachel from Ben Season. She came in on a hoverboard. Remember hoverboards? I don't remember Rachel from Ben Season. She was there. I do remember hoverboards. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, mineral coordinator. False. No, that was real. Ooh. That was Lauren H. from Juan Pablo season. What's a mineral coordinator? I wrote that down. It's uh, the job description from, the, from Virginia.gov okay. is administer, direct, and review mines, mineral, and energy program areas to meet organizational objectives and goals. That sounds boring, but it's also probably very legit. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's one of them. It's a very legit job. Yeah. Good for her. Yeah. Waterside architect. False. That's false. <laughs> Would have been good if it were true, though. Yeah. <laughs> Esports cheerleader. Esports cheerleader? Yeah. False? That's false. It's too specific. But it could be. It could. I mean, the way they have a lot of of real sports cheerleaders, so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the way things are going, <laughs> there could very well be an esports cheerleader someday. <laughs> yeah. Okay, last one. Okay. Flat earther. False. That's false. But that was also Lincoln. Lincoln was a flat earther. Yeah. <laughs> Among all kinds of other horrible things, he was a flat earther. <laughs> Have there been other flat earthers? Let's get some real gossip here. I have no idea. Not on my <laughs> season, I don't think. <laughs> you didn't talk about, talk about conspiracy theories? We did not. We did not. I, I, that is something that Becca Martinez, I, I, don't, I know she doesn't believe that one, but she, if anyone was going to bring up conspiracy theories and try to spread them or discuss them, it would have been Becca <laughs> All right, so we're going to take a break. We'll be back in a moment. Steeler Nation, if you're looking for up-to-the-minute Steeler news, analysis, picks, highlights, you name it, you've got to follow 24-7 Sports Steelers social channels. 24-7 Sports is a part of the CBS Sports family and the home for the best free Steelers content on the web. Go check them out on Twitter and Facebook because if you aren't, that means you're the guy and you do not want to be the guy. So Jacqueline, what have you been up to since we last saw you on Bachelor in Paradise? Uh, my life has been pretty n- normal. Uh, I applied to grad school, so yeah. How's that? How's that going? I don't know. You don't I'm know just yet. Gotta wait now. When do you find out? Uh, in like March. Oh, good. March. So this podcast will be over, and no one will know. <laughs> <laughs> You might know, though, if I delete my entire Instagram account, all of my social media, and drop off the planet because I'm I'm ashamed. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, Or because I'm working too hard to continue it. You know, it could be either. Yeah. Yeah. 
the distraction. Mm -hmm. But you did the, the, you're telling stories now, right? Writing and telling. uh... Yeah, I found, yeah, I found a place called Caveat in New York that uh, they do speaker series. It's like a, it's like a bar with a stage and they hold these, these speaker series. It's really, really cool. Um, And they invited me on. I've done two. um, And I know they, there's like an invitation to do more, but I need to wait until 2019. The last one nearly killed me from anxiety. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, I mean, go listen to that. It's on, what is it, like Story Collider? Story Collider, yeah. It's a story, stories about science. Yeah. Yeah. You tell a great story about going on the show. Mm -hmm. Check it out. It's bit, it is the most probably complete account of, yeah. of why I went on, how it went, why I left, where I am. Yeah. Um, and uh, and then you – so you had the thing with, with Jordan a couple of months ago. Right? I had a thing with Jordan, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> have, you, uh, have you spoken to him since then? I have not. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, in the past. It was my, – my question about that okay. is do you regret posting about it? Uh, I would say that that was a bit of a misfire, yeah. I mean, it, it, yeah, I, I I, don't have many regrets, but I wouldn't have regretted posting about it if it hadn't then reached my Google search mm. history. Yeah. Um, and I think that that could have been avoided if certain parties in that uh, relationship would have more maturely handled the split, um, maybe not gone to people in the media. <laughs> So, and, and you know, if things on Reddit hadn't, hadn't blown up. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I, it's, it's hard because I haven't had a lot of serious, healthy relationships. And one of the things is that my, my ex wouldn't ever post about us on social media Hmm. and surprise, surprise, he was cheating on me and cheating on her with me. So, (laughs) I guess, I guess that's how it works. Yeah. She didn't make it on social media either. So now, I mean, I I see that as a bit of an honor when somebody wants to post. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. It it brings, it dredges up those memories and then it's, it's really, I don't know. That's a a really special thing for somebody to do is to be proud of the relationship or the, you know, and we weren't in a relationship relationship, but, and the other thing, the other reason we did it, and there are two reasons. One is that I don't have any other photos of Burning Man. And the other is that we started off with a friendship, and I think that we both mm. anticipated staying friends. And so it was kind of just a, a tribute to the friendship, if nothing else. Yeah. So, but. Well, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. The hazards of posting. The hazards of posting, yeah. Wait more than <laughs> a week, I would say. <laughs> if there's one lesson to be learned. <laughs> and, uh, and you went to Lauren's bachelorette party. What was that like? It was really fun. Um, it was really fun. The, the guys were there too. We only saw them in kind of like limited doses. So it was kind of cool because it was like a, a bachelor party and a bachelorette party. And we definitely got our like girl time. But then we would kind of touch base throughout the weekend. Um, but yeah, I mean, I got to see, I got to see Mikkel again, which was great. Mm. Um, I saw Marique again. There were some, I didn't get to talk much to like Lauren Schleier, but she was there too. Um, and CN, so it's really is definitely a bachelor reunion. Yeah, right. Because you, I mean, there aren't too many people. I don't think anybody from your season is also in New York, so you don't see them. No, very I often, don't. Right? Yeah, it's it's cool because New York is such a stopover place. Like, I'm actually going to see Kendall tonight. Oh, nice. Yeah, um, Joe and too. I saw, and Joe, yeah, and I saw Becca and Garrett. Oh, um, nice. A couple days ago. Cool. So yeah, so I'll see people like every now and then, but definitely you know no one with with great consistency. So I've actually probably seen Lauren more than more than most people. Yeah, cool. And are you still planning to go to mm-hmm. Ari and Lauren's wedding? Yeah, I just bought my ticket to Hawaii. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah. 
that's next month, right? Yes. Cool. You saw Jenna recently too, right? Yeah. I've seen Jenna a lot recently, actually. And she will also be at the wedding. Cool. How is she doing after all that crazy Jordan stuff? Uh, It's hard to say. She's somebody who keeps up. I've never seen... She she she's not very she's not gonna like break down crying mm-hmm. you know but she is has definitely been fixated on it um, and it's been very hard for her um, and I think she went into a bit of like a reclusive period for a while and I think now she's starting to come out of it and live her life again um, and realize that this is it's passing yeah so yeah there are some good things about there being a new season after all <laughs> <laughs> that's very true <laughs> yeah. right we'll forget about that mm-hmm. but. No matter what really happened with yeah. that, it's hard for for everyone involved, like to have your your whole business dragged out there like that. I know. Ugh. It was terrible. It terrible. Was terrible. Elsewhere in the in Bachelor Nation, mm-hmm. apparently Alan Gale is no longer an executive producer of The Bachelor. I know. Have you talked to him? I texted him. I wasn't gonna pry. I mean, I, I figured if it's a if it's a bad reason. He wouldn't want to talk about yeah. it or certainly wouldn't want to tell me. And if it was a good reason, I could yeah. probably just guess. I mean, I, I mean, he's been there for 10 years. Yeah. He's been doing, it seems, more and more side projects. I mean, he's got the book and got everything. got the book. So, I mean, I'm guessing he just left because he wanted to not be a Bachelor producer for the rest of his life. Well, yeah. That was the uh, – there was an Us Weekly story that, like, they got a source. Not him. He hasn't, he hasn't posted anything about it. Yeah. But there was – they just said – somebody said, quote, he was – or he was, quote, over it. Which, <laughs> I mean – it's a lot, right, you do a job for that long, you got other, but yeah. uh, but for people who might not know, mm-hmm. who is Alan Gale? Alan Gale is one of the two executive producers, and he he's like the bachelor. Yeah, I mean, I was actually I was very very close with both him and Bennett, and I was probably slightly more close with Bennett. Um, so who's less public than Alan? Way less. It doesn't have any social media. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's got you know he's got a family, so de- definitely it's more his you know, his job, he's a little bit more by the book with it, I guess. But Alon is like really keeps up relationships with uh, the cast. In a way, I'm kind of glad that he left because, you know, it's it's an opportunity to have a more real relationship with him. Yeah. Um, it's just a friendship now. You know, there's no concerns about like what is the producer cast member relationship, especially since this franchise is now seemingly never ending. You know, people coming back five years later. Yeah. So... Yeah, now it's just a lawn, which is which is great. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we'll see. I'm he's probably got something else in the works. Yeah. I don't know anything I don't know anything about it, but Yeah. Um generally when you leave a thing, you got something else. I mean, I'm sure he's an in-demand producer, I'm sure. He might be working on his own thing. Yeah. Is my idea. <laughs> Did you see him on uh, The Haunting of Hill House? No. I don't like horror, but now I kind of need to watch it, I feel. It was crazy. I was watching it, and then he just walks in. And like, you weren't expecting it? That's Alain Gale. <laughs> Did he have much of a role? No, he's, he's, like, a, he's like, a, uh, like a carpenter or something. He's just okay. like working on, working on Hill House. That's funny. And he goes to the, the kid from E.T. who plays the dad, and he's like, yeah, this house is a disaster. <laughs> it's like, that's Alain Gale. <laughs> I know the hair anywhere. <laughs> Well, we'll see what he does going forward. Yeah. Well, regardless, this is his last season and I assume his masterpiece. So, <laughs> <laughs> Join us every week after The Bachelor and please remember to rate, review and subscribe. And until next time, I'm Liam Matthews. I'm Jacqueline Trumbull. And this has been a beautiful podcast to fall in love.